Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You found the Playmakers. Exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Paul here, Lindsay there. Day one of NHL free agency. Quite the ride so far, and it continues into the evening. Uh, we're going to focus solely on the Vegas Golden Knights here in the next 10, 15 minutes. So just kind of soak it all up. Uh, the first one was the... The first announcement was the one we all knew about, which was Alec Martinez coming back. Yeah, the, yeah, the number came back at five point two five million, which is splitting right down the middle between that five and and five and a half for the next three years. Uh, the extension we knew, um, and uh, obviously he's very excited and uh, one of the best defensive cores in the league, and a lot of it has to do uh, with with him in it, and so. He was the the first one taken care of for for your Vegas Golden Knights and, and another player who's returning from last year's roster unexpectedly, Matthias Janmark. Yeah, that came down this afternoon about an hour ago. Right, one year, two million dollars in uh, in Vegas, which is taking a haircut from the, what he was making last year, and we traded for him. Um, you know, we we talked about the uh, option to re-sign him yesterday, and I was like, right. I mean, you could, yeah, but he's not going to set your world on fire. But at, at that point. You don't need someone who who sets the world on fire. You have you had Alec Martinez signed up at that point and at that juncture, and you'd also figured out your goaltending your backup goaltending situation and brought in another player. And before we get to another player, um, let's talk about Brossois. Laurent Brossois. Laurent uh, Brossois. Uh, played in Edmonton, started in 2014, three seasons there. I mean, literally a cup of coffee. I think he played in like three games looking back at the stats. And then he moved to Winnipeg. It wasn't a fun time for goalies there. Right, and then was spent four years in Winnipeg. So they ink him for two deals, or two years. $2.65 million is the total amount uh, for, for, that's the money that he's going to uh, take up. But he is the true definition of a backup goaltender. So it's very clear exactly. Robin Leonard is the is the A. Exactly. Not even one A, just A. And and something else uh that, that uh we touched on yesterday after the news of Marc Andre Fleury leaving. Um if if 
Leonard's going to be your guy. You want to make sure he feels secure in that. And and then bringing a, a Braden Holtby type of name. Who signed for $2 million. Which, exactly, with, with Dallas and, and, well, not Golden Knights. But th- that, that offers a little bit of a subconscious threat, a, a, a plan B. The backup quarterback is always the most popular person on, on the field, right? That type of mindset. But Rossois, as you said, four years in the peg, backing up. Connor Hellenbuck, who has won a Vezina in the last two seasons, is a pure as pure, like Vasilevsky, 1A in the peg. And so he understands and he is used to the workload that is going to be associated if that is the route that they choose to go. I think the Knights will go a little bit lighter on the game load that the, the peg usually goes with Connor Hellenbuck. But if to bring him in for the next two seasons at $2.325 million to to that that's where we see the biggest difference. Uh, in cap space, and that is what enabled their ability to go out and make a trade with the Ottawa Senators, which another team we're very familiar uh, doing a lot of deals with. For Evgeny Dodonov, who we sent Nick Holden up for. Well, we so Nick, Nick Holden's Hol- gone. We knew his days were numbered Correct. with the Knights. Correct. Uh, cheap defenseman. Uh, he he was one of the, the original guys here. Um, but but Dodonov, who... Hasn't had the the best recent season, but he was also in Ottawa. You can't put that much blame on him. But this is a guy who the Golden Knights are bringing in at $5 million per season for the next three, who has a knack for scoring and finding and creating space in front of the net. I'm going to be honest with everyone because I'm not super familiar with Brassois' game or Dodonov's game in terms of, of actual games watched. But I watched two minutes of YouTube, and based off of the highlights that I saw and how I watched them move as a player, Dodonov is going to be that that um, kind of decongestant for the power play. He, he's a guy that doesn't get caught up in the the creases gravitational pull, you know, it, it, on the power player in the offensive zone when the pucks aren't going in, all of a sudden the bodies tend to start piling up in front and we're just whacking away and then the puck pops out past, but nobody's there to collect it. He's a guy that's always loose. He's always free to clean up those, those, those rebounds and has a really good quick release shot. He, he definitely put his offensive skills on display during his time in Florida when he was playing with, uh, with Barkov and then um, their other really talented forward who, whose name escapes me right now. So he's a guy that knows how to play with high level talent and in big pressure minutes, 94 goals in the last four years. Um, and as I said, uh, weirdly free and slippery in, in an area of the ice that the Golden Knights have trouble getting to and have trouble finishing from. And so, but again, $5 million. That's the same exact cap hit as one Mr. Riley Smith. And he's a left shot right, right wing, exactly like Mr. Riley Smith. I'm not saying Riley Smith is the guy that moves, but I'm saying that Evgeny Dodonov is a guy who is usually slotted in his spot. And right now, the Golden Knights are technically over the salary cap. Technically, no, they are. They are. They are over. That is. That is for sure. Which with they all the can moves. be until the start of camp. Right. Which all the moves that they made today, and that that doesn't include that that they've re-signed Gage Quinney, they nope. re-signed Patrick Brown, yep. and then they signed. Uh, a, this is the ultimate journeyman of the NHL, Sven Barchke, mm-hmm. who spent time with Calgary and Vancouver, who had pretty good runs there, and then was in the AHL last season. He's a little bit on the he's on the upper end too. This is a veteran signing yes. for him. And uh, Tomas Nosek, an original misfit, who has uh, has has moved on and 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 taken a, a big big pay raise, which he totally deserves. He, he is one of the most underrated players on this team. 
uh, since, since it started. He he can play with anybody and, and has a has a way to find the net with in any situation with whatever type of line he is put with. So he's going to be going to the Boston Bruins, unfortunately, for two years at three and a half million dollars. So best of luck to him. Thank you to all the contributions. But uh, yeah, it's it's weirdly it's weird how similar this team looks, but also how different. It looks. Well, it's going to look different a little bit more. They are 1.75 over the cap right now. Yep. Then, yes, they can carry it up until the start of the regular season, da-da-da-da-da, but value right now has never been higher. Based on all the deals that have been done today and the amount of ink put to paper for the Vegas Golden Knights, as many announcements as they've made today, it's clear that they are not done and cannot be done, and they still have a tender out to Nolan Patrick. Yes, who you have to re-sign, and and to uh, Dylan Coughlin. But one thing that worries me, Paul, because as you said, so many deals are being done. But there's one deal that has not been done. One deal that hasn't really been talked about that much in the last 24 hours, which is an eternity at this particular moment in time. Jack Eichel. We've talked to everybody's talking about it. But with Dodonoff being brought in at the same dollar amount, they're going to they're going to have to move things around. But because the market has gone so quiet around Jack Eichel, because the Buffalo Sabres are very likely facing the possibility that he comes back. And I know GM guy says we're totally fine with this. It's all good. There is a cost of not moving on of not getting a clean break, of not getting this checked off the to-do list at this point in time. And I'm scared that because that opportunity, that that price that has been so high to come back to Buffalo in exchange for him, that might be dropping. And there's nothing this team loves more than a good bargain deal with a big name. And so that's where I'm kind of nervy right now because a move must be made whether it's due to because of the money or because of just the the bottlenecking positionally right now and they're still in contention for that and a lot of teams that were swirling around Jack Eichel before are no longer because they've made signings too so that's what worries me about this um but for the most part I'm I'm enthused I I really like the Brossois deal I really do I think that's a good way to um move on from uh, what we know and and a good way to, to fortify those that are already here that are going to take us. Right. To it, next clearly, spot. it clearly realigns the Golden Knights with the rest of the NHL when it comes to paying for the goaltending position. It sets them just below 10%, which is kind of where the mean is yes. and more than anything else. They've shored up their defense. The questions will have to come next year in that area in right. terms of re-signing you know, younger players. The, with today's signings, though, Lindsay, at least there's a signal flare that's been put up to me that says we still are in a win-now mode yep. and we're going to add veteran help as opposed to looking at the the youth uh, that we have in Henderson. We're going to let that group play together for one full year and mm-hmm. really see what we have. And the next year we can make some decisions about who needs to come up and who needs to move on because a one year for a yawn mark and one year left for Ryan Reeves. And if Riley Smith is with yeah. this team, who's got one year left, those that's three roster spots. Yep. And while it's really hard to do, in this league where guaranteed contracts are, are fully paid out. This is a year-to-year proposition now for, for this this league. You have to because of the flat cap for the next few seasons, because so many of the deals that are already on the books in 
in the NHL were not signed during the pandemic. And so the shuffling nature is 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 going to be here to stay. And that's why sometimes you start seeing teams prioritize maybe styles over names or or certain roles. Like we were talking about with uh, Brossois, like one of the big things that we always talked about between Leonard and Fleury, or at least People are always wondering, do the, do, do the D play different in front of them? Do, do the forwards play differently? Are they more nervous in front of the other? Do they, do they feel like they have to be more responsible in front of uh, one over the other? And with Brassois, with the way that he plays, it's actually a really good middle person between the styles of Marc-Andre Fleury and um, Robin Leonard. But it's more leaning towards Leonard because he's a big body. He doesn't move around a lot. He's very calm in, the, in, in, in his body. He doesn't do a lot of excess shuffling, excess movement in his upper upper body, which causes bad rebounds to happen more often, which takes you out of position more often because you have to stabilize uh, yourself before you can move. And so with that, that simplification of the system, because if Leonard doesn't gap out of his, his crease very often, he's going to give up certain rebounds or he's going to want this shot from this area more than he wants to face this shot from a different angle. And so I think the streamlining of the style with with Brassois and with the team in general um, might save them some some stress or some I don't know uh, 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 another outlet in, in which they become disrupted. Right? They they want to take care of a, as much stuff as they possibly can. So sometimes it is leaning on those veteran type players because you just don't have to lead them along as well. But if you take that route. That means you're cutting off your young guys, too. Okay, Okay. so 24 hours ago, you know what this roster looked like. Yep. Well, let's just, just say, let's just, well, let's just say, okay, at the end of last season, the final game against Montreal in the Stanley Cup playoffs, sure. you see that team and you can see that roster in your head. And now you see this roster. Is this a better team? <sighs> Today? Is this a better Golden Knights team than the one that ended last season? No, but we're not... At the point where that um, this is all on paper, I get yeah. that, but it's it's a quick glance. Yep, but the 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 last season was is set in stone. This one isn't. This roster is still fluid. I'd be more interested in answering that question uh, around training camp when we know exactly what the next domino is to fall. But I don't know if it's if they got better, but I don't know if they've gotten any worse either. And so that's not necessarily a bad thing. You're you're not sinking, but you're something. You're treading. Sometimes you just got to keep moving, right? Because I think what I'm getting at is that last year this team felt like they were a Stanley Cup contender, in yeah. which they were. They clearly were. They made the they made it to the final four. Is this that team that can still do that? It can have that repeat performance again, right? Do these moves push them over the edge? Because That's there has to, because there, yeah, because there has to be a reason to, to to make the moves and to make the signings mm-hmm. that they had. But yes, they do have to make another decision when it comes to this roster that's very clear right or maybe two right and that's why uh, i don't think they've gotten worse and and that is is a good place to be considering what's transpired in the last 48 hours thank goodness this team signed leonard long term so they're not in the situation like i don't know the colorado avalanche right now we are going to get into that because as good as they are they're their situation looks very familiar, very reminiscent of what we saw in Vancouver last year, and just bodies leaving and uh, their their crease situation being so transient. And so 
We'll have to see if they're better. We'll have to see because we just have to we we have to be able to watch these guys play together, see what they look like as lines, see what tempo these lines are. Are we going to just roll out the same top six because all of our moves have been to the bottom six? Are we just going to keep everything the same, or are we actually going to move like Stone and Patchetti around? Are we going to break up the Golden Misfit line? Well, if somebody's getting traded, obviously that's going to happen, and so there's. There's a few more questions that have to be answered before we can ask the questions that you're asking right now. I'm just excited that we now have an Evgeny on this team. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot in the league, right? Right. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. Haven't with had two eyes. Evgeny. Evgeny with two eyes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Between him and uh, and Brossois, we we have the uh, we have that uh, those markets cornered for sure. All right. On the way is swimming the new gymnastics for Team USA. Inside information on your teams, honest opinion, and the biggest names in sports. It's time, Las Vegas, for the Playmakers. Hour number two of the big show. Paul Leihander here, Lindsey Brown there. Hello. Lots of things to push at you. The, uh, NHL had a really big day today. It's still a big day. It is, but probably in NHL history, and I... And I remember NBA free agency days being like this. Like, like when they maybe, started at midnight? Maybe five or six years ago, there were a couple of crazy ones. The DeAndre Jordan saga where he was supposed to sign in Dallas and then, you know, Blake Griffin and Doc Rivers basically, like, commandeered his house and forced to <laughs> force him to sign the dotted lines to, uh, to extend with the Clippers because Chris Paul and uh, Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan, look out, world championships will be a fallen, and that's exactly how it turned out. Right. Uh, today has been one of those similar days for the NHL. It, it's It's been pretty insane. Where chips past. are falling at the feet of everybody. It's been pretty nuts for the last eight hours, so to speak. It started at 9 a.m. this morning, Paul. Yeah. 9 a.m. Yeah, well, they were they were breaking all this stuff early. I was watching some of the TSN coverage early on, and they were like, "All right, here's this one, here's this one, here's this one, here's this one." If you're a fan of Eric Howler or Thomas Nos- Tomas Nosek, uh, both are now Boston Bruins. Oh, Howler signed with the Bees too. He did. Uh, Interesting. The Boston Bruins uh, signed six players today. Who else they got? Six. Uh, uh, Olmark. Oh, the goalie from Buffalo? Yes. Who's escaping with his life and hopefully a better save percentage? He's their new number one now. We'll uh, see, because Tuca. But they let Halak walk, walk so they yeah. needed a backup goaltender. And Allmark was basically going to be the bell of the ball for a little bit after Grubauer signed, and now it's Kemper. But yeah. Allmark is going to be helpful for that yeah, team. Yeah, he's got four years there. Uh, okay. Nick Foligno. Got, Foligno? Foligno? Said no to Minnesota and team up with the Barosif. Two, uh, Halanosik, Mike Riley, three yep. years, and Derek Forbord got three years there. Don't know about Derek. Uh, Mike Riley is a defenseman that they traded for at the trade deadline from Ottawa. He stepped up really well in the, in the in the playoffs for them, and they've had so much movement on their blue line in the last couple of years. I'm sure they're just looking for continuity, but... They're a team that is in the same boat as the Penguins for me, where they have enough high-end elite talent to win a championship, but I don't know if they can win the playoff series necessary to win said championship, if that makes sense. Because depth-wise, I get a little bit worried. Or that they're trying to force some pieces around those big, big-name players with big-time contracts that aren't the best fits, but they're the only fits that you can use right now based off of what's at your disposal. Yes. 
That is the truth. As the NHL navigates through day one, uh, the Seattle Kraken have become players. Turn our attention to the West here real quick. Uh, Philip Grubauer is the big get. Uh, for the Seattle Kraken, but they also added uh, some help up front with Jaden Schwartz on a five-year deal. How uh, much is deal. he making again? Five and a half a year for five years. And so it's 27.5. He's been with St. Louis for forever. He won a cup there. He, he's been one of the, those secondary scores. And you said five and a half? A five and a half for five years. He does not get five and a half for five years really anywhere else because if I'm not mistaken, he's past 30. And so, but they're looking to... He's not necessarily. Oh well, he's might might be uh, about to turn thirty. So he and I are about the same exact age, and you know Seattle was kind of given a lot of crap because they didn't take a lot of big names in the expansion draft. And I have to remind everyone that not all the names on the Golden Knights roster were big names until they they started on this roster. But they were given uh, a lot of crap of not bolstering that roster more, but they wanted the space. They wanted the the cap room to be able to go out and get Jaden Schwartz, which was rumored for days, but to go out there and get Jaden Schwartz and Grubauer at $5.9 million for the next six seasons. 5.9 for six seasons. Which is technically less than what he's worth on this market right now, but he, uh, on one of the interviews I saw him give earlier, I think he was on NHL Network, he was like, I just want to be, it's, it's about quality of living, it's about stability, it's about um, being in a city with with a lot of excitement around this team, and he had all those in, things in Colorado, but Colorado had zero room for him, and really no starter in their net either. They're yes. apparently going to go with Pavel Francu or Francus, who's been injured for the better part of the last couple of seasons, and so right now, basically, Arizona has him over a barrel with the Kemper possibility because every other goalie has been picked off besides like Devin Dubnik, who's a just spent some time with the F, so yeah, maybe, maybe they re-sign him for Yeah, Antti Rantz is with uh, the Hurricanes now. Yeah, and the Hurricanes and the Toronto Maple Leafs just basically switched goalies. Yeah, Peter Mrazek, James Reimer. Good luck with, with that Sharks. one. That's going to be scary. Uh, it's... Yeah, lots of lots of movement there. Uh, also, Seattle did also get uh, Alex Wenberg from Florida on a three-year, $4.5 million deal. So they are spending, and they still have $15 million in cap space. So they've got time to move around or maybe take on a little bit of bloat if they want to find a star somewhere. They've got the space to do it. Mm-hmm. They, they definitely do. The uh, Lindsay's favorite team, just based on the fact that Jonathan Quick is their goalie, the Los Angeles Kings made a couple oh. of moves today. Paul. A six-year deal for Philip Danau. Yeah, huge mongus, huge mongus signing for them. And so does it, do they want to contend? I mean, oh, because they there. there's youth. They are there. There's youth are, in they, that building. How close were they this year, though, Paul? They were pretty damn close. And they got Alex Edler away from the Canucks on a one-year, $3.5 million deal, which might have been an overpay for Edler, but Edler does come with the fact that he's healthy. Yes, and and the Kings have a, one of the best pipelines in, in terms of of. of talent that's knocking on the door because they've been one of the worst teams in the last few seasons. They made the right picks up in, uh, when they were able to move up in the lottery. But uh, a squad that has re- had to rely so much on the skill of Anze Kopitar, who is truly like a, one of the best all-around center, centers in the game, plays both ways, is is lethal in scoring. But with that comes all of that added attention. And so by adding that depth with Deneau and like I said, you have a, the Quinton Byfields of the world that are that are that are knocking on the door too. You have that competition, but you have somebody to hold down the fort and someone that just finished a really really impressive run in the playoffs 
with the Montreal Canadiens and a much more defensively minded center than I think a lot of people give him credit for. He can score, but I mean in terms of what he does in terms of shutting down the opposition. The fact that Mark Stone is going to have to skate against him four times this season and going forward is not super fun because he knows how to frustrate that level of guy. And we all know how much we love Mark Stone because of what he brings on the ice. And so it's a huge pickup for the Kings. And, you know, they've just they've rebuilt the right way. Get lucky. It happens to all of us. Anybody who finds success, if you say that there hasn't been some element of luck, I don't believe you. But, you know, it's about making the right decisions at, at that time. And I really think Montreal did not expect him to walk away or at least... They said, we're going to let him go to free agency, but he'll circle back because, you know, he's from here and he's pizza after we clinch the series guy. But he's chasing the dollar amount. And I think he he, he sees what's percolating on that team, too, under under Rob Blake, which is uh, pretty damn near close to a contender in a very soft division. Core players uh, for the Tampa Lightning, they they locked down Braden Point for a God. monster amount of money. He deserves nine, it, though. Nine and a half million dollars AAV, eight year contract extension, which means he will die in Florida. Well, no. He's, no, no, he's I mean, like, he's 25. Right. That's, so that, that's, that's not a lifetime deal unless it says it's a lifetime deal. Are we talking about Florida, Tampa, Tampa, Tampa. And this is where, you know, th- that team had to go through so much cap gymnastics and they really, they've had to jettison some big time players. They had to trade Tyler Johnson, you know, to the Chicago Blackhawks, which they somehow got more cap space because they got long-term IR relief by taking on Brent Seabrook's contract. Speaking of making the right decisions at the right time, Bris Bois is unbelievable in finding little pockets of value. But you you jettisoned Tyler Johnson. You traded Barkley Goudreau. You have Kucherov making damn near nine, nine and a half million dollars. Stamkos is making eight, eight, eight and a half for the next couple of years. Hedman has to be north of eight million dollars himself. And McDonough. Yeah. Hedman, five. Hedman, Hedman's like, at eight. Yeah, and yeah. Vasilevsky's nine. So just that's like seven or eight players with a lot of money tied up into it. And so it'll it'll be interesting to see how they navigate this with so many heavy contracts. But if you just rely on those bare minimum vet deals that people are just signing, like Zach Bogosian, somebody who uh, uh, went there today, capital of $850 million, three years, $2.5 million, or Brian Elliott, who they picked up to back up Vasilevsky because uh, Dreiger is going to be that, that tandem out in Seattle. Brian Elliott signs for one year at $900,000. You, you think he's pumped to get out of Philly? <laughs> a- I thank God Martin Jones went to Philly because it honestly just, it, it seems like a match made in heaven. Goaltending in Philadelphia and Martin Jones. Lots of mid-level style deals here uh, when it comes to the NHL. Jake McCabe is now in Chicago. So McCabe joins uh, Seth Jones, who was just who just made that they made that one official today. and the other Jones brother as well and the other Jones brother plus the possibility of adding Marc-Andre Fleury to that lineup if he decides to stay and play there. Is this uh, the quickest rebuild ever with Chicago because it I mean they're still a veteran heavy team by any means but it felt like last year it's like yeah we're kind of moving some bodies around but they're now officially over yeah. the cap right but here's the thing though is that when they traded Duncan Keith a couple weeks ago who who took on the entire salary the Edmonton Oilers we just mentioned the Brent Seabrook deal 
that went down uh, in, in the trade for Tyler Johnson. They're over the cap right now because they're over the body limit right now of that they have on the roster. They, like the Golden Knights, aren't really sure what the next move is or, or things have, have yet to be revealed because I'm wondering if they're going to want to hedge that flurry trade because it's not a guarantee that he shows up for that. They, he can retire. And so do you want to entertain the possibility of trying to trade him and specifically to Pittsburgh because that's going to be the easiest road and, and the quickest way to do it, but they have to be interested too. Or do you call his bluff and just see what happens and, and trust in, in your in your young netminder. Because as we highlighted earlier, there's not that many super familiar names floating around out there anymore, at least in free agency. So it'll likely have to happen through trade or teams that are still missing a goalie or or like the Colorado Avalanche. That's the thing is like when you see one, uh, one team put in a very, very desperate position, this is where they really could leverage where, well, yeah, we, we couldn't balk at the chance to add a Vesna uh, goaltender to our to our stable here. But for the right price, we probably could take him away and send him <laughs> to your stable, though, too. It's possible. Because, like, that's, I mean, it's like, they're, it's not the quickest rebuild, but I don't think that they are, they have the intention to contend. But this isn't, this isn't what they're, 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 um, Colorado Avalanche of last year was where all of the stars aligned for this season before it has to get broken up. They're still building it back together. Jonathan Taves, the last time we saw him play was also the last time we saw Corey Crawford in a Blackhawks jersey. Let's just put that in your reality. Corey Crawford's not retired. Went to New Jersey in the meantime. And so they just have a lot of gelling to do. Kirby Doc's getting uh, healthy, getting reintroduced uh, in that lineup. Patrick Kane, not getting any younger. But Man, they they have made themselves malleable, and they look very differently than what they did two, three years ago when they were getting swept out of first round playoff losses. And uh, and Bowman said, "Unacceptable. We have to start making some waves and some moves." Well, he was right. He wasn't. It wasn't lip service. It's very real. It's very, very clear. Real. Very clear and very real. That is for sure. Also within the uh, within the Western. Uh, division here that we Western, well, well we're in, the, in, the Pacific, in the Pacific division where we are at okay. in terms of the teams that are still kind of making moves it feels like Edmonton tried to shore up its defense they traded Ethan Bear today but they moved on to Cody Cece yeah Cody Cece one, doesn't get one super or the, excited no one or the other and it and it probably doesn't more than anything else because even the pundits that were talking about this and I don't know much about Cody Cece it felt like a one for one yeah they're, they're, okay well we might get a little bit better defensively and not but let's be honest it's you the know the big signing for them is the is the Hyman is Zach signing. Hyman right, right for for the uh, five six seven years seven years and five and a half million a year right which is a a really wonderful number that a lot of these uh, players are coming in at right with that kind of a talent right and and the thing with Edmonton um it's not Connor McDavid's problem it's not uh, uh Leon dry sidles it's it's that secondary scoring it's it's having guys up and down the lineup that can be threats and that can be pieces you surround McDavid and dry with so they don't have to take on such a heavy scoring load or power play minute load like you want to diversify that but at the end of the day their biggest area of need has been the goaltending department. And apparently re-signing Mike Smith to two more years at, at uh, four yeah, and a half million. He'll be 40 years old care. the next season. And 
you know, they were at the front of the line for that Markstrom deal. And, you know, it's such a it's such a difficult position, again, to to note the desperation level, because it, it leads you to make some decisions that sometimes don't look rosy in the immediate future or in, in, in the years following. But the market now, outside of making a, a trade that we were just discussing, isn't favorable for them to really improve that unless they are able to start developing some goaltenders of their own. And I haven't heard anything yet. So I guess we'll just rely on that good old scoring depth and hopefully a lot of seven, uh, seven goal nights. Right. For the oils. Uh, Tuka Rask, if he does go back, he's going, he's still unsigned. Right. uh, In terms of goaltending, but it's a it's much like lighter now. Devin Dubnik, is still available. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is uh, he is still out there as is Anders Nielsen, uh, unsigned still. Yep. Who was with uh, Ottawa last year? Again, kind of a clear a clear backup kind of guy. Yep. Who could certainly surprise. And then the question mark is Henrik Lundqvist. Yes, and he is the person I hope the Colorado Avalanche are on the phone with right now because a thirty five and an Avs jersey. <laughs> it's just too damn good of an opportunity to pass up. And granted, the guy is coming off of open heart surgery, but he's been very upfront with that recovery journey. He was, remember, making progress. He was back on the ice, and then he had to take a step back because he noticed right. that things weren't quite right yet. And when he signed with the Washington Capitals after leaving the, the Rangers, it was just for one year. That's why he's a free agent. So he's older. He He's taken some time away. But again, it hasn't been that much time. Right. And so it's just really about his health status, because as a as a net minder, I, I think he, he fills a, a lot of voids and he's a guy that plays a style that would help out the um, the Colorado Avalanche because he's active, but not overactive. And and Grubauer largely his success. He's a great goaltender, but he also played behind one of the best defenses in the league. Right. And one of the best scoring teams in the league. And so I think Lundqvist, who hasn't played for a, a, behind a team of that caliber, probably since the Stanley Cup final they lost to the L.A. Kings. Um, it could be a, a very fortuitous situation for them both. And so I would keep an eye on that um, because he's their most free and clear option. Well, well, they better go find somebody in a hurry. Or re-sign Devin Dubnik or or maybe see if you can you can lure Tuca away. Because Corey Schneider, who's been chilling in the AHL the last couple of years, ain't going to cut it. And neither Ryan Miller is retired. There's just not yeah, a lot out there. What's available? Is, is, yeah, or you want to trade for Kemper. That's that, really what it is. It, in terms of in terms of being able to make a move, yes. The, the, everyone went out and got a goalie today. Because yep. everybody else has either recently moved or recently spoken right. for. So you've got to go for. Because there's been that much movement. Yeah, you have to go for youth at this point and, and make and and <sighs> and fall in that trust. Last one here is it, obviously it was a, it was a crazy day in NHL free agency. Lots of players getting signed. You know, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars right on up to to the uh, nine and a half million uh, mark. Zach Parise is still unsigned. What, is this just a baggage Islanders. thing? Islanders. Or is He's, he actually going to? Because he was supposed to make his choice. Like it was reported yesterday, it was twenty four hours. And he was weighing a couple of options. Yeah, it's his options are pro- he's probably weighing the options between Chicago and the Islanders. And Chicago was a team that he was considering when he was in free agency last in 2012 when he and Suter signed those matching deals. Suter signed in Dallas today for, for four years, just to mention that. But Parisi, that was the heyday of the Chicago Blackhawks, right? But the, but the Islanders, not only 
are they headed by GM Lou Lamarillo, who was the GM that selected Zach for the New Jersey Devils and named him captain, and they went to a cup run and all of that other stuff. Um, but there's history there with his dad. And J.P. Parisi is one of the most legendary hockey figures in the league, and especially in Minnesota hockey. Um, the late, great J.P. And, and so for Zach Parisi, a guy who for warm-ups the first time they had like the throwback uniforms, not the reverse retros, but for the stadium series came out in warm-ups and his dad's gloves from the 70s and the helmet, like for the NHL warm-ups, just to pay homage to him. I would suspect a similar type of motivation to go play for the Islanders. And it's going to be for cheap because they have gone to the Eastern Conference Finals for two years in a row. They have a lot of money tied up. They had to trade a, a, a couple people away, including Nick Letty, who has been one of their mainstays on the blue line to the to the Detroit Red Wings. But he's also getting paid a, a ton of money to not play for the Minnesota Wild. And so if there's a personality fit for that franchise and the style that they play with, it is 100% Zach Parisi right now. And he's going to be training his ass off all summer because he has the biggest chip on his shoulder of all time because he has something to prove. And he wants to honor his dad's legacy. And so I think it's just seeing how the Islanders get every all the other dollars shuffled around. And be like, all right, Zach, now we can take care of you. Other than that, who knows? Right. Uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, Carl Dahlstrom also leaving town. He signed with Toronto. Right. So Cool, cool. He's moved on. No See six, you later. No six moved on. Alec Martinez uh, signs, uh, re-signs for three years, and it's going to be a much... And Yonmark for a and year. And Yonmark for a year yep. at $2 million as well. So couple and Patrick of- Brown, the best last name there is. Come on. <laughs> Come on. He, he, he is coming back. Gage Lifetime Quinney. deal we get Gage to him. Quinney is coming back, and Jimmy Schultz is leaving. Yes. He is going to uh, hopefully jumpstart his NHL career with the Buffalo Sabres organization where he will have a much easier shake at some NHL playing time. Well, that's you know that for a fact. It's where uh, Casey Middlestead plays, who's also a Minnesota product and undersized, but right. a forward. Well, Cody Eakin found uh, found a role there. Rebuilding teams have playing time to give out. So they do indeed. Whether you want to stay there long term or just <laughs> get your feet wet or rehab that image for the next contract, that's a good place to start. They don't have a goalie either. They don't have a lot of things, Paul. They have two goalies in their that's minor why, league system. That's why they have to trade Eichel now, because otherwise he's just sitting there. They've traded everyone else. Reinhardt's gone. They're thirty-one million under the cap. Yeah, thirty-one. I wonder million. if they almost have to keep Eichel on just to meet the meet the basement. Yeah, to pull him off IR, that would be ten million. It's like yeah. the Tampa Bay Rays of the NHL. Right. Well, again, if there's playing time, there's playing time. There's that. You'll go get that. Get some ice time as well. All right. On the way, the new Olympic stuff and the sport we may have seen the last of. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 